We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, the first part of the top story is we are live on a Miller Lite Football Friday. That's right. And we're at Moe's Place here in Katy. So get yourself, get your tail, wherever you're going, man. You get a chance to party, party. Party. That's right. You hear Dusty? Yeah, Johnny, get on out here. You know, turn your vehicle and, and, and turn on your little your, your little maps or whatever and, and, and get your directions, your navigation, and get on out here. Right off I-10, Mason right. Road. That's you know right. what I mean? Take, 99. Make your way, man. It's, good. it's a good time. We're going to be here till 6 o'clock. Uh, and uh, come on out and have a good time as we get you ready for the Jags and the Texans on, uh, on, a, uh, on uh, the, the final home game of the season here at NRG on a Miller Lite football Friday. And speaking of that, uh, Wade Smith in as Clint is out today. Uh, Wade, the injury report is out. And I'll, I'll go with the Texans first, but the, but the, but the Jags may be the more interesting. But the, with the Texans, we looked at this and we started to see some things when we saw people practicing yesterday. And we'll get the official one. Tyler, that's not out yet, I don't believe. Is it, is it out? It just came out. All right. here. Well, here, you got the official one. Give me a, let me know what the official injury report is right now. Okay, yeah, this is the latest from the Texans heading into this game against the Jaguars. It looks like there are going to be two Texans players out, those two being defensive lineman Jimmy Morrissey and tight end Tegan Quatoriano. And then one player for the Texans is going to be questionable heading into Sunday. That is going to be running back Agumba Wale with a knee injury. Okay, well, that, that, one, is, that one is an interesting one right there. And I'll just say that we'll see. We'll, he's just questionable, right? That is correct. All right. Is uh, is Brandon Cooks on the injury report? Brandon Cooks was not even listed. All right. So Brandon Cooks not listed. He's going to play. He's going to play. Kenyon Green was a full participant. Justin McCray full, and Titus Howard full. Yeah. The, the, so those those are big. Those are big. That's big news. The uh, Wale one is interesting. I'd imagine that he goes if he's just questionable. But that, but that one is an interesting one, though, because Rex Rex Burkhead hasn't had a carry. If I'm, if I'm, if I can, my memory serves me. Royce right Freeman show. Yeah, Royce has been, a, but but Rex hasn't had a carry. Like it just is, it just has been Driscoll, uh, Royce Freeman, and Agubawale. And if he isn't able to go, or if he's hampered at all, I wonder does that bring Rex back into the fold at getting at getting carries? So that that's one to watch right there. If he's not going, because. 
their running game, even though without Pierce, it's it's been it's been more effective than I thought it would be. Right. It, it hasn't been. It's been good. It's it, up it, it hasn't been good, but it hasn't been terrible either. They've been able to keep teams honest as far as trying to stop the run, stop trying to stop the the plus one run with with Driscoll and, yeah. and, and and opening up some opportunities. And I thought Freeman's been he's been running the ball pretty well. So. Um, that, that goes into what we talked about a little bit earlier about the offensive line playing better. If you have Damian Pierce in there, you have a little bit more confidence in the, yeah. in the run game. You know, th- that's what happens in the season, man. Guys go down, guys get injured, and other, other people get opportunities. People aren't excited about Rex Burkhead and opportunity of him getting more carries, but that's where you are. It's week, what, week 17 in the NFL season, and so you're looking to find ways to just go out there and, and, and compete and get a W. Yeah, Kenyon Green full today as well as Titus Howard. Titus Howard's been cleared. He was in the concussion protocol. So they'll have their starting O-line. Yeah. Their starting O-line, which is it's been a while since they've had that. But uh, So uh, so that that is that is going to be a help is for somebody who expects them to win Sunday. That is a, that is a big key. <laughs> I mean, Brandon Cook's not at all on the injury report, too, as well. So he, he'll go. And to be honest, go. if you're talking about winning – you know they they need him to play when it looks at when it looks no Nico Collins the weapons they've got there they need him to go. Well, you know what? Some of those guys have stepped up though. Chris Moore has played well. I, th- Ma- I think Rogers, uh, uh, Mari Rogers has played well. Um, you know Philip Dorsett when he's gotten opportunities, especially later in the year, um, he he's 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 made some plays here and there. So um, I think the biggest thing is Davis Mills playing with more confidence over the past month. That's translated into those receivers getting more catches and, and being more productive, and that's the way that the Texans have been able to stay in the games that they've been in and to win the game that they won last week. The receivers making plays by well-thrown balls by Davis Mills, and, and that's what you saw, and that's what I expect to see to, uh, on Sunday. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I wonder if I, – I don't think that Jeff Driscoll is not going to get any – The wild Jeff – um, I, I think Driscoll Cat is going to still be on display, but I, I wonder, I wonder does does Mills get more snaps? I wonder if it is instead of fifty fifty like it was against the Cowboys, right? You know, maybe six, you know, sixty forty like it was against the Chiefs. If this thing is more eighty twenty, or if we just start to see. Uh, uh, Driscoll in short yardage. I, I wonder. I wonder do they move away there because, as you said, Davis Mills has played with a lot of confidence, and he this has. is the best we've seen him all year. He has, and I feel like a lot of that has to do with not so much pressure being put on him. If you take some of the pressure off of him, like it was last season when he wasn't the starting quarterback, he played pretty well for some stretches. And as a guy that is a guy that you're kind of projecting to possibly be the backup quarterback going forward. That's what you want to see. So I, I don't expect them to to wean him so far off of, of what he's been doing over the past few weeks. But, you know, 70% of the carries, I mean, 70% of the plays, I could see see something to that to that extent going down. Yeah, so we'll see. That'll It'll be a, it'll be an interesting route of how they go about things. I'm a part they, of the Mills Mafia, too. Uh, no. But I don't. I, I don't think it needs to stop whatsoever. We're projecting him to be a backup, T. Mill. That that's not a I'm that ain't positive T-Mill. from yesterday. <laughs> Great follow up for Tyler Milner. But maybe the more interesting look is what is happening with Jacksonville, and I think it is interesting. Normally, when you look at a at, at a at an injury report and you see questionable, you would generally lean towards those guys are going to play. 
But the situation that's in front of Jacksonville is this game, and they have a slight, slight chance to make it as a, as a wild card, but they've got a, a whole bunch of things have to happen to them uh, for that to happen. So, really, this is all coming down to next Sunday's game against the Titans. Right. And what we watched with the Titans, I mean, they didn't play nobody damn near. They sent a lot of guys out, and it looked like, as you said yesterday, you pointed it out, Mike Vrabel appears to be kind of preparing for next week's game and the importance of that game because the winner of that game is going to win the AFC South regardless of what happens on Sunday with Jacksonville. A couple of players that are that are big big pieces – uh, their their right guard or their guard Brandon Sheriff, uh, a big piece for them. He is uh, he is questionable for this game. Trayvon Walker, the number one pick in the draft, he is questionable with an ankle injury. Hell, he won the game for the Texans the last time they played him. He with really that did. Ridiculous fifteen really yard did. penalty. Uh, and then the big one is Trevor Lawrence. He is listed as questionable. He was limited in practice yesterday, and he is questionable with this toe issue. Uh, and who knows what decision Doug Peterson makes there? But for me, I, I think I think Mike Vrabel did this and said, all right, Jeffrey Simmons, man, maybe he's rolling at 75%. No need to do that. All right, maybe Derrick Henry, we can heal him up. Let's get him completely rested and have two weeks off to go and, and, and have a must-win game. It'll be interesting to see actually who they dress next week and how important they view this game for them. So this is the thing. I, I, I think when you look at Doug Peterson and his his MO, I don't expect him to to set, sit guys, especially this being his first year with the organization. Relatively young team. Lot, lots of you know new pieces in there and they're building a culture. They also want to keep the momentum of what they've been able to do over Absolutely. the past seven weeks. They've been five, five and two over the past seven weeks. They've been playing at a at a pretty damn high level overall. They, they 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 looked really, really good for a few weeks there, and then they, they kind of had a game where it was like, what the hell's going on? Jacksonville game. But then they came right back on. And and so I don't think he wants to lose that momentum. I think they're going to put if, – if, if Trevor Lawrence can go and he's at 90%, they're going to play him. And if he's at 90%, maybe they don't run him as much as they have been running him because he's a very mobile quarterback. Um, they, they use him in plus one running. Um, situations, RPOs, and all that type of stuff, they might minimize that a bit in this game to just protect them from that standpoint. But if I think if he if he's at a point where he's at 90%, they're going to play him. Now, if he's at 75%, kind of that number that you threw out there for Jeffrey Simmons um, with the Titans, I wouldn't. I, wouldn't. I, I, I could see a scenario where yeah. they say, you know what, it's not in our best interest overall for this season to play him in this game. So th- that's I think we'll find that out. By the end of today, because I know he was limited yesterday. Is he, was he limited today in practice? Because usually on today, when Friday, when Friday hits, through, yeah. if Friday hits and you're still limited, you know, now the chance, if you're still in that position where you're questionable and limited in, in what you do in that day, then now, now it comes down to game time decisions. And if you're a game time decision, I could see them saying, you know what, we're going to sit Trevor. But if he, if he practiced in full today, then I could see a scenario where you say, you know what, uh, they're going to play him. And if they play them, they're they're going to they're going to try to go out here and win a ball yeah. game. This I just don't expect them to. This so team looks a lot don't different them to. with uh, CJ Beathard as the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, uh, a, lot a, lot, a lot of teams look different <laughs> with CJ Beathard as quarterback. No, nothing against CJ Beathard, but it's just Jags a different team. it's a different deal there. Yeah, my, oh my guys over here and got them. Uh, got them. I see you over there, there. I see you. Ready to go. There you go, man. Doing? There you go. Have a good time out here at Moe's. Yes, sir. 
Big Three and Three, number two. All right, uh, last night the Rockets um, they went to uh, to your stomping grounds, um, Wade. They uh, they took an L. Really, this game was really never really in doubt. Uh, th- they lose to the Mavericks, one twenty nine, one fourteen. The Mavericks uh, held this thing the whole way. Uh, Luca coming off of his sixty point. 21 rebound, 10 assist game, followed it up with a uh, uh, another uh, triple double. But really, um, I think maybe he needs they need to sit him down a little bit. He's, uh, I mean, the steps back he's taken. I mean, for him to go from 60 to just 35, he 13, just and 12, completely fell off. I like mean, that, you know, know I mean, <laughs> you sit him down, coach. I mean, you know, maybe they need to do what they're doing in Vegas with Derek Carr and just benching. But this dude is nuts, and and he's uh, he is amazing. Jabari Smith had a good first quarter, first you know twelve minutes, and then he stunk it up. But that was about it, man. It was uh, it was not a close game. Dallas uh, Dallas dominated this game, but I think for me the thing I look at it is Dallas is a young team. Especially I'll call them a young team because their star is twenty three. Twenty three. So old, they're yeah. a, they're a young team. But you you get very confident that the Mavericks are going to be there. I hope the Rockets are growing something there. Like I, I can see what they're doing. They've got young guys. They've, they're, they're trying to create a nucleus there with with Green and and Smith and maybe Porter, uh, Shagoon as well. But I look at this group. Can the Rockets get themselves to a space where the Dallas, Houston, the Rockets, Mavericks game? starts to mean something. I think a lot of Rockets fans can remember there that run that stretch there where the Spurs and the Rockets, that was a big game. Even in the 90s, the Jazz and the Rockets. I've seen a many, many Houston fans talk about how much they hate the Utah Jazz. Can this thing get to that? Because they're going to play each other a lot every year. Yeah. Can it get to that? Because Dallas is going to be there. It's just a wonder if Houston is able to raise themselves because that could be fun over the next five, ten years. Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting the way that you put that because there's a similar dynamic that's going on right now with the Astros and the Rangers that what you've seen over the years with the, the Rockets and the Mavericks. Like when the Rockets have been good and competing for championships, the Mavs were either yeah. a young team or just not good and vice versa. Yep. Whereas, you know, you got the same thing with the Astros and the Rangers – you know, the Rangers were, were doing well, you know, back in like 2011, 12, 13, around that time. The Astros were a terrible ball club. Then they turned the corner and they got good. And there was like a, a little period there, like 2015, where they were both good for just like just one season. And then the, R- the Rangers started falling off. And then the Astros became the Astros to where they're, they're basically a dynasty now. So you would love to see just from that, that in-state rivalries perspective where – Every time the Rangers play the Astros, it's a big game, and both teams are good. And the same thing with the, the Rockets and the Mavericks, where both teams are good and it's a big game. Because when the Rockets were going to championships in the, in the 90s, the, the Mavericks were the three Js, where you know, they, 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 were, they were growing something, but they weren't yeah. competitive with, with, with the Rockets. And the one series that there was, the Rockets and the Mavericks, I think it was in 2003 or four, somewhere around there, 2004, I think, where it went seven games. T Mac, you know that was back when it was Dirk and um, Dirk and Steve Nash, and yeah, I think yeah. Finley was still there at that time. Like th- that was a very competitive series. Came down to a game seven where the Mavs ended up pulling it out. But that was like the one year where they both were good teams and they both competed. 
but that and that was that was a fun watch and and you would love to have that going forward if the rockets can kind of turn that corner with these young pieces and maybe maybe your boy james coming back can, can well, help facilitate not, that and make okay, that happen. Well, he's not going to. That, that, that's, that's not, not good enough. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. But I think for people that are like the Fighting Tylers, who love to hate Dallas, like that, that would be fun. That would be fun. Like, seriously, for sports hate, it would be good for a person like Tyler Milner mm-hmm. to hate Luca. Like that, like that is. I know, I know it's hard for you, but I think no, but no, it but would be the sports hate. The sports hate no, Luca. I get that. You know what I mean? But listen, I think a lot of Rockets fans. Rock with dirt, really? I think a lot of them do. I think a mm. lot of they, Trainer, e- Will and Frank they either tolerate him or they think they, they like Dirk as a player. And I think this, they have the same feeling yeah. about Luca. I don't know that. Ma- he, I don't know that many there. Houstonians that be like. Well, I know you respect. I don't mess him. with Dirk. I don't like Dirk. You respect. I hate you respect him. Aaron Judge, but you don't rock with him. You don't respect Aaron. Judge. Yeah, who, <laughs> you respect. Like, yeah, you, you. We went kind of far with that. There's I'm a lot of people. Saying, that, do you remember what he said about Jose Altuve? Yeah, we don't rock with that guy. I know, well, you don't rock, I, don't, I know you don't rock with the Titans. I don't rock with that guy. I know you don't. I know you don't I, rock. I, with, I understand you wouldn't take checks from him. I don't rock with but, that guy. But no, I, like really, Dirk, Dirk. Did you? Was you? But see, but the, but that's the thing, though. As you said, though, there was never a, a, a part where, like, Dirk was in your way. Like there was right. never a part where there was something there you weren't even worried about Dirk. Like I'm hoping, like Luca's gonna be there. The the problem with your your thought here is that. I think right now thought, people. Not thought. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. We ain't talking about thoughts around here, man. Come on. We, we're married men, man. We don't worry about no thoughts, man. Just Let the thoughts do the what they do. Let them do that over there. Let them do that. <laughs> them over there do that over there. But what I'm saying is this. The fact that Luca is doing what he's doing right now and the Rockets aren't good right now and he's not in the way, people are already ingratiating themselves, themselves yeah. with Luca, and they kind of like Luca. So by the time it gets to the point where they're both, yeah. you know, hypothetically going at each other, I think you've already found that, you know, you enjoy watching the play, so you can't hate him at that point. It, it, like, it takes one goodness. game winner, Luca hits, and then he gives him that <laughs> snarl. Well, that's going to happen. he gives, and then, then you're going to hate him. Yeah. Big three and three. Number three. All right, this is a report from Ian Rappaport. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts' shoulder is listed as doubtful to play Sunday, and Gardner Minshew will suit it up as they host the Saints. Again, I'm curious of this because I heard Ryan Leaf, former teammate of uh, uh, of Clint Sterner, Clint lost his job to Ryan Leaf when he threw those four interceptions against the Giants. Wow, uh, that's what he. That's how he told me. That's it. tough, man. That's how he told me lose it to Ryan Leaf. We've had Ryan, Ryan on. Ryan great. Tough, Ryan Leaf that's said tough. he sees the Eagles as last year's Titans. Do you see that with them? And when we're looking at this, Jalen Hurts with this shoulder, you could be looking at a possibility of Jalen Hurts not playing for a month. And then, because they're going to get the bye, uh, I think they're going to win one of these games. They'll get the bye. And Jalen could be out for a month going to the NFC playoffs quickly. Do you see them as a one-and-done type team? I don't. Not at all. Listen, their, def- their, defense, their defense is better than what the Titans had last year. Um Trying to compare them to the Titans. Offensively, they got the Titans guy. And the quarterback play is better than what Tannehill was doing last year. They got multiple running backs. You're concerned with Jalen being off a month. I'm not. I'm not because you got to understand the way that their offense works. Their offense works. It starts with the run game. It starts with the quarterback plus one run game. It starts with with that and them hitting big plays over the top and them getting after the quarterback, creating turnovers, all of those types of things. I don't, I don't see I, 
Philly, to me, it, there is a there is a crash course taking place between the 49ers and the Eagles. That's that's the NFC Championship game. I see that. That's how it's going to shake out. I don't I don't see any other teams in the NFC that's going to be able to beat either one of those squads. And so that's just how I see it. I don't I don't come I don't I don't agree with Ryan Leaf with that at all. I think I think the Eagles are for real. Yeah, I just really do. All right, coming up, it and is. So the, is Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he is. I just, boy, him being on the View, month, Texas, that's, baby. Let's go. Now. I knew you was going to go there. Yeah, All right. To, bro. Coming up, you like Ocho. Coming up, uh, it's the last episode of The Drive. Your one, your number one request. The last your episode number, this year. Let's just clarify the, the, that. You're right. It might be the last, <laughs> last of The Drive. Hell, I might not make it next year. All right. This is the last episode of 2022 of The Drive. Your number one request, your number one sports request. Let me say sports request because somebody's going to get in here and say something nasty. Your number <laughs> one sports request for 2023. We'll discuss that coming up next. I love winning. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a Miller Lite football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from Moe's Place in Katy, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, as we are live... We're having a great time. We got we got folks from everywhere rolling in here. Come on here and ta- take Willis, a seat. Yeah, Willis, Conroe, Conroe, yeah, Kima, every Kima. Oh Kima. my really? goodness! Oh my! I mean, everywhere, all over. So make your way. We'll be here till six o'clock here at. You gonna Lowe's. make me come into the city? <laughs> Damn, Linda. Alpha <laughs> Mo's out here. Linda need to come through. Just because Clint ain't she here, should. though, I mean, she don't yeah. need to come through. We haven't seen Linda in a while. Too. I'm, a, I'm gonna imagine if Clint. Is in Louisiana, three right. buttons down. Right. I'm gonna guess she probably somewhere near that grandbaby. That's a good point. That that that, that feels like that feels like a, a space that Linda is at right now. But uh, listen, being that is the final, this is the final show of the year for the drive. Uh, not the final show for the drive. At least we ain't been told. The final show of the year <laughs> for the drive. I want to hear from you. You can jump into on the trailer roll and frame text line seven one three five seven two four six ten. What is your number one request? Your number one request um, for 2023. Uh, from the 832, my number one request is for show to be quiet. Mm. Well, no. Kiss my jelly. Hold mm. on, peaches. That's right, yeah. If you're going to waste your one wish, you can't waste, <laughs> can't it, waste on it on show, show being you, quiet. I mean, do something attainable. Like, give give yeah. yourself a chance. No nah, man, my, Show being quiet, my wife's been wishing that for years. Never, never gonna happen. Uh, but no, your 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 one sports wish. 
All right, Tyler, I feel like I know what you're – what's your one sports wish, Tyler? T-Mill, not here. Tyler Milner. Um, and the guy sitting here next to him, that's not Tyler, but I'm sure many of you, we had it. 2.0. What did we have? AA run. Over, under, two and a half? Yeah. Two, two and a half, over, under, of how many people walk up and say, hey, is that Tyler? Hey, Ty-. No. So we're, we're the under right now. Nobody has come up yet, have they? No. Uh, but uh, I, I call it the over. But, Tyler, what Still is – Still time. Oh, a lot of time. A lot of time on our other bet we have, too. Um, <laughs> I'm not worried about that one. I'm no, I'm, about I'm concerned. Uh, all right, Tyler, you what's your be. what's your number one sports request for 2023? My number, my number one sports request. I mean, I already know where this is going. I mean, it's got to be that Jimbo Fisher and the Texas A&M Aggies can find a way to look like they know what the hell they're doing out on a football field and maybe for once live up to all the expectations – yeah, I think that's going to be number one. Well, I'd be interested with the expectations. I don't think anybody's going to slip them in in the top six like they did last year to start the season. Like for you, like your request, your, I, I get that. What is a respectable season for you next year? I think given what the Texas A&M program has, like I've always said, like I've always said. Please don't be delusional. Every year, I'm not being delusional, but every year they should be in the conversation for the college football playoff. And if you're not, you're not doing your job. Being delusional. No. Stop, stop wait, 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 wait. Come on. Well, what are you basing that off on, Ron? <laughs> like, no, show. I'm talking. I'm asking show because based off of the recruiting classes, they should be. Based off of the guys that they've been bringing in the building, they should be in that conversation. How? how I mean, what are you basing? It I'm off basing it off because that's what that's what college football is about. I'm basing recruiting. it off. If you recruit off. well, you should be in the conversation. If I'm you, basing it they've off. They've had a top steps. five recruiting class the past, I don't know, six years. I'm basing it off of steps. They're not bowl nowhere. eligible right now. I understand that. <laughs> They're not bowl eligible. And how many players have left the program? A 20, few. 23, 24, I think we're up to at this point. Clown act. <laughs> Several of them from those five stars that were from the recruiting class last year. Now he's bringing guys in. He's too. bringing them in, but you got to keep me, them. And you got to grow them and you got to develop them. To me, if I'm an A&M fan and they win nine games, I'm. That, to me, is a realistic expectation. Because, because what he is – no, because what he is saying is that they are competing with, with Alabama. Mm-hmm. They're on the level of Alabama because that's in the West. They're on the level of LSU, and a lot of people crush Brian Kelly, but he is coming, and he is going to get his team. And he, already, he already is playing in the, LA, in the SEC championship game this year. Right. Right? Uh, like, I, I, it is hard for me – to say they're there. Like, let's take a step. Let's get to nine wins next year, and then I'm with you, Tyler. Let's do it. But I, but, but I hear Let you me on think that. about I knew that's it. where you were going. Can I, I, before you go, Wade, I, can I get mine? Go you ahead, can, man. You can send yours in. Someone said replace uh, Peaches with Tyler. I don't know who Peaches is. Yeah. Uh, kiss my ass. Somebody else here from the <laughs> Peaches Hewley. <laughs> okay, Tyler. Uh, you could at least Ast- say the last name correctly. The Astros win the World Series again. I can respect that two in a row. Nobody, nobody can say a damn thing about uh, any kind of uh, asterisk or anything like that. I love but winning. For me, my number one request for 2023 is that Tom Brady stops this. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Tom, Tom. Tom is the greatest of all time, and I and I love Tom Brady. Right. Tom's got to hang it up. He's got to stop. He's not. He's not able to lift teams anymore. He's not. It's not fun to watch. And we all know 
that when Tom Brady is on a team, that means Tom Brady is going to be on national TV like seven games. And these games are becoming awful to watch when Tom Brady is in it. I know Tom Brady, many people are thinking that he may go to the Raiders now. We see Derek Carr go, no, go work for Fox. Stop this. He is looking worse. He is making it like I'm starting to remember. Like Tom Brady takes a drop, a seven, a five, a three-step drop, and he hits that back foot. If there is anything close to resembling pressure, right. he is bailing a throw or just going down. He had a couple of fumbles against the Bengals, and that was just hard to watch. It is becoming hard to watch from Tom Brady. So, Tom, I know maybe you don't want to deal with what's going on at, going on at home right now. And you're trying to keep yourself busy. But keep yourself busy next to Kevin Burkhalt and start calling these games at Fox and start this 10-year deal that you have. So just please, please, end it. Stop it, Tom. I just hate great ones. Like, I didn't like watching Jordan with the Wizards. Just stop. Listen, I feel you on that. But there's so many bigger things, more important things going on that, you could, that you could be requesting. Tom Brady, let him, let him fade off into oblivion. With don't. with nine and eight and and ten and seven ball clubs and <laughs> that's fine. You don't, if you don't want to watch them play, just turn the channel. You can go on, just turn it on channel seven one four. I did. I had got, to watch. I've had got Xfinity. I've had to go watch a little. I've had to go and watch Red Zone action. You know, I've had to go and watch Housewives on Sunday night multiple times. I'm just saying, man. Listen, if I had my number one sports wish, I had this wish in two thousand and I believe it was seventeen when the Texans drafted Deshaun Watson at quarterback. And the wish came true. I need the Texans to draft their franchise quarterback. That situation worked out the way it worked out. You're so seeing good. a lot of people say that right now. But what I would love to see is for the Houston Texans to draft the franchise quarterback, Bryce Young. And when that happens, a lot of other things fall into place. I might cry. I'm not going to cry. I might. Because he still got to go out there and do it. But I just, but I'll be so surprised that they. That are you gonna cry in the it. car? Or are you just gonna cry? Period. I may, I may like in front no, of your not, wife and kids. Gonna are you gonna cry, cry in front of your wife and kids, or are you gonna it's go more, into the car and cry? It's more a happy belated like birthday to Denzel a couple years, a couple days ago. But like the glory, just single tear, make single tear. Like they might do it, that they'll actually do it. But I believe that they can. I've seen it happen oh, no. before. Well, they can. Hell, I yeah. saw it happen with Deshaun. They did it. Traded yeah. up and made it happen. Rick Smith said, let's he, go. He said, let's go. I said, they, I Rick tweeted at the time. The right now. And he started trying the to be Texans legendary. The Texans are on the clock. I said, you know what? They're going to get him. They're going to get Watson. They're going to get young. That would be my sports wish. A lot of people are saying that. Because I think everything else falls into place once you make that See, happen. Once you get your one. franchise quarterback, uh, now everything falls into place. 806, eight, oh, Texans get Bryce Young, take a step forward, and a live measurement of shows. Cra- oh, Crack to be submitted. Why to would the you want to see that? Book of World It's Records. legendarily long, Wade. Why would you want to see that though? It's kind of like looking at a me. car crash. I get that people want to see train wrecks and in and people. I get it, but I don't. No one have any parts of his crack at all. I don't think he wants any parts of his own crack. So why does everybody else want to view it? I'm confused. Is that uh, what goes on on the drive? 
Tyler, Tyler's wife. But that's man. a Tyler thing. I just know. Wait a minute. We're talking about viewing cracks, and then the next thing you say is Tyler's wife. wife. Yeah, I'm confused. She, she texted in, and she said her number one wish is that Jimmy G comes to Houston. What? Disgusting. Are you kidding me right now? Oh, she just I'm, thinks, I'm guessing this is just a visual thing. Yes. She, this she is not Jimmy a performance thing. It's just a visual thing. Would you? Yeah. That's, uh, I think Tyler would let her. Would I'm let Jimmy knock her off one time. What is going on here? Tyler, where am I at? Is that her hall? I'm at Mo's place. Is that her hall? Is that her hall? I mean, it depends. Tyler? It depends. <laughs> it depends on what you can negotiate what, for yourself. What, what exactly. He saw about JV. What would it take? JV's wife. What, what is the negotiation <laughs> that it would take? Joy for you? Taylor or JV's is wife? It, is it? Yeah, Joy Taylor for. Oh, for that's JG? easy. Right, yeah, hey, hey, lock hey, that hey, in right hey, now. Hey, hey, Tyler, let's go to break for you. For you. What? For you, let it get away. No, no, she's over here texting me about Jimmy G. Right. Coming up, I, I've got to get this out this week about about two Americas. There is something that has happened about that is clearly two Americas that we have to discuss, uh, and because it, it got added two more yesterday. And Sean Payton, your thoughts? Would you be willing to give up picks, including a first round pick, to get Sean Payton to be the head coach? Of the Houston, Texas. Oh my God, he, my man over here just looked like Red Fox. Almost had a heart attack. Right I now. just saw the rundown. I just realized where we're going with this. All right, that's this coming up next. It's a Miller Lite Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from Moe's Place in Katy. Here's the drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, make your way on out here and listen. Everybody in here listening, and everybody at home, a part of the Drive family. Uh, listen, I, I, I've been I've been holding this in. Wade, you know I have. <laughs> I, I've been talking about this privately with you and several other people. This is this has to be a two Americas thing, and I need to know the answer. And if you don't if you don't know what two Americas is, I just think you just just use your use your mind. Um, <laughs> I just use your I, imagination. I I, I got to know the answer to this. This happens to me every year. Why do I only get Christmas cards, the Christmas cards with the family photos? Like, mm-hmm. Tyler, you sent me a beautiful one. It was you, Megan, and your three dogs. I'm not going to call them what you call them, but it was you, Megan, you know, your three the dogs. The three puffers, the three fur babies. You got it. Got them from Clint. Clint sent me a picture of, of, of Liv and his daughter. Christmas card last year, he sent me the photo of him and Lauren announcing they were having Liv. And they were, send me a Christmas card. Sean Pendergast sent me a Christmas card. Him, his wife, Amy, mm-hmm. and Paul Wall. It was beautiful. Thank you so much for stopping by and giving us that Our great boss, info, Sean. Our boss, Sarah Frazier, yep. sent me a Christmas card. It was nice. New Year's card. Mm-hmm. Parker, maybe he's trying to get rid of me. He didn't send me anything. Uh, but but I we got, got a lot of family and friends. I have never received, ever, ever received a family photo Christmas card from a black person. And I will then also say I have yet to send out a family Christmas card myself. And if it is uh, unknown, we're all black. All five of the Hughleys are black. Oh, my God. Now, it is not because, Wade, we don't take family photos because we got them all around the house. Every every stage of our lives, there is me and my wife, 
There is me and my wife and little show when he's the oldest. There's me and my wife, little show, and princess show, Lord. Then there's me and my wife, little show, princess show, Lord, and Nicholas. We got photos all around the house. Surely we could have stamped a Merry Christmas on one of them puppies and sent them out. But we never do. And it happens every year. And I'm not going to lie, be completely 100 with you. I got a wall that we hang them all on it because there ain't nothing but white folks and families and their dogs in these photos. And I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. How come black Larry, Tony, anybody, how come black folks don't send out Christmas cards? Oh, my God. This don't make no sense. I'm telling you, it's not like we don't have Christmas cards or we don't have family photos. Just tell me right now, if you are a person out there, white or black, do you have do you have a black family's Christmas card on your fridge or wherever you do? Tyler 2.0. No, he doesn't. Tyler Milner, our, our producer, do you have one? No. No. Have you ever had one? I don't believe so. <laughs> Wait, do you have one? Do I have one what? Exactly? Do you have a, right now, if you've received Christmas cards from families, do you have a black family that sent you a Christmas card? So listen. <laughs> so so listen. that's a no. When, when Ron sent me this text five or six days ago, whenever it was, maybe it was two or three days ago. Yes. Time flies fast when you're having fun. I've been he sent the text and I let out an audible howl laugh because it's facts that you do not get Christmas cards from black people normally. But yeah, I won't put two days in the later, yeah. two days oh, later, you got one. I got my first one from Look this year God. and the first one in a few years from a black family. Really? Shout out, shout out to the Dimps family. Thank I you, got, Dimps I got, family. I got, but I tell you what, when you called it the wall of white, I started laughing because I just thought like, man, yep, 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 yep. I went out and looked. I, I got out of my, I got out of my, um, out of my office, walked downstairs and looked and said, because we have a wall of, we have a, we have a little area where we put all the Christmas cards up. And I said, nope, it's, yep, 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 yep. You yep, have a yep. wall I, of white too? I have a wall of white as well at that time. And I busted out laughing. and I said, you know what? I have a fridge door a of white. Sense. But I have to say this though. There was a time back when I was playing in the league still, there was a time when I got cards from fam- from teammates mm. that were black teammates that had black families that sent cards. But since I've retired and we've gotten away from that, you're not getting the same <laughs> not getting the same interaction. Now we're getting the same Hey, there's a lot of friends that I have that are that are white families that send those cards, and we love them and good pe- people we're good with for for a long, long time. They continue to send them, but I. It, it, it is a, it is a real thing that unless you think about it, you don't think about it. Yeah. And when you said no, that, it just hit me like, I damn. Think, I see it every year. Every time I look at that wall, lying. I see it every year. He hey, lying. okay, Josh, you send one. Nope. Damn, that wall's one. getting snowy. Steve, he sent one. I mean, it is snowing up in this piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, someone, people in the text line, trailer rolling frame text line. I, I, listen, I'm not willing to put anybody in the box. I'm just talking about my experience and then the experience of a lot of people that I've talked to. If someone texted right now, or Hispanic family. I am Hispanic, so and, Hispanics I have never, and I've never received run from This is something them. I learned. Hispanics don't do this now, either? Here's a good right here, 713. We just sent our first Christmas card, married with, te- with two teenagers. 
I just try to get. <laughs> Somebody said, was it Quentin Dips? <laughs> There's only one Dips family I know. <laughs> Shout out to the Dips. Shout out to the Dips. Somebody sector said, we black people don't send them out because someone is going to get mad because they didn't receive one, so we just avoid it. That makes a lot of sense. That's good. Why, that's oh, so you got a car, but I didn't get a car? Now you're getting a phone car. And then car, they go over somebody else's house. They went yeah. over, oh, you. That, who was that? Because uh, it's 979? Not, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It's not because black folks don't take family photos. Listen, I'm going to tell you what right now. Listen, we, we was broke at times, but my dad had our ass at Sears taking that family photo and that thing all over. Our church took family photos of us and gave them to the Beth. It's not that we don't take family photos. It is just maybe we don't get around and just look at it and say, nah, man, it's Christmas time. We got to buy these damn gifts. We ain't about to double down and buy <laughs> and buy what it takes to send out these damn photos to people. So, so this is my thing, man. Um, I looked at it like this. Black folks don't send it out because, first of all, black people don't want people coming over their house. <laughs> like back in when I was a kid... When I was a kid, if it was different back to live in an apartment complex, somebody knock on you, they'd be like, ooh, who's that? You're going to go see who's at the door. Hey, we're going to go. Since I've gotten older, when somebody rings the door, I'm like, who the hell is that? <laughs> who's supposed to be? You want to know in advance who's coming to your house. So you got to know addresses and share addresses <laughs> oh, yeah. to send out cards. And if you send out your card, that means you're sending out your address, which indirectly is inviting people over your house. And I think things have changed to where people are not trying to have people come over their house. So when I thought about it, because I didn't think about it until you brought this to my attention, and I, then I thought about it, why do, don't we send our cards? I think that has to do with it. I think we don't want people coming to our house because people don't you like people Because you got to get not, their address. You do not like people popping up your house. That's just, that's just a thing now. Who, who, when, when the doorbell rings, they're like, who is that? Aaron, a.k.a. Tyler 2.0, found this on Twitter. That's easy. Black folks don't send Christmas cards because black folks expect money in cards. It's a complete waste of both of our time. Somebody texted in, uh, <laughs> holy S, you're so right, I didn't realize it. So it said, I've had a hard time deciding who gets one. And that, that's a great point because, listen, black folks, if, if I'm telling you, you will feel some type of way if somebody else sent you, got something and you didn't get it. Whoever said it on text line, I was like, okay, I get, I get Wade, it. Wade, I don't even know how much that it. costs. But it do seem like it costs. Because I, rem I remember them wedding invitations. Yeah. And how much that costs. Oh, you felt some type of way when you sent out a wedding invitation and they didn't come? Oh. Or they said oh. they was going to come and they didn't. And they flaked. Oh, you had a problem with those people. See, people like, are you just might not have talked to them if, for a few years. If you're just joining that. us, we're talking about this. This is two America's thing that I feel like. Now, I'm not putting everybody in a box. But I'm just saying a lot of people that I know. I have never, I, I, I mean, this is about nine, ten years running. Get Christmas cards, the family Christmas cards. Like I said, Tyler sent one with him and Megan and the dogs. Mm -hmm. Get family Christmas cards every year. And I, every year I hang them up on the wall, and it, it is snowing, Jack. I'm telling you, boy, I mean, it is all Taylor Swift. No Beyonce's rolling through that card at all. None, I, I never, and I never have, and then I've never done it either. And we're just dropping, like, is that, a, and a lot of people are rolling through and saying, I have never realized it, but I just realized, someone just texted from the 281, I just realized I have never received one from a black family. You know I, what? I honestly think if I had to, if you head harder scroll them, the places I don't want to get shot, if you had, if you put it to one of those spots, I'd say it's because it just, it just seems like unnecessary money spent. 
you could like, you could always post that picture and on and Facebook and yep, everybody and get and the our, same. And in our minds, like that's just not one to spend. Well, I tell you what, I appreciate it when I get them. Hispanics don't we send got, them we, at all. Either. We have some very uh, um, beautiful families that send us cards each and every year. And there was a time, there was a time period there where we did send out cards. But we're talking about like. 2011, 2012, around that time. This is 10 years ago. Family wasn't even as big then as it is now. But we haven't sent them out in a very long time and had no thought process of actually doing it. But you know what we're going to do? Show, I'm all about change. I'm all about progression. How about this? Let's make this promise. I expect to I'm get a card from you I'm doing it. next year, I'm show. Doing it and next I'm going to send you a card next year. I'll and you're going to get your first card. We're going to take pictures. We're going to do it our first Can time. I get one we, too, Wade? And, yes, and you and all of Tyler, us. Tyler, send me your address. That wall send of me your address, and the wall of white is going to have a little bit of color. A little color right now. have a little bit of color. But see, now somebody just texted <laughs> in, man, my damn wife spent 500 on photos, and we get and we couldn't give them all out. All right, out. y'all got to talk. We had the same damn <laughs> 10 picks, 10 <laughs> picks in 10 rooms. $500. So my man Aaron just said, A.K.A. Tyler 2.0, 30 cards with an envelope for $52. The hell no. First off, as you said, 30, somebody going to get hot. Yeah, you got 30. So that, that, that to number me, that's be got higher. to be, yeah. That's, and then you got, okay, this is my thing. The hell with that. You got to find, you got to get these addresses of people. Because people Ooh, don't keep address one. books. Somebody people. just texted in, black folks make up for no Christmas cards with how much they go out with them family reunion T-shirts. <laughs> I got no, no, no. I wait, got, wait, 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 wait. I got no. thirty-four this is, feathery. This is another two Americas thing, and I don't know this to be a fact. But do white families do T-shirts for family reunions? You know, oh, you don't. Oh, well, so that's this is it, right? because have. black folks. That's something do you, we do. Have you done that, Tyler? Yeah, our family's done it for a reunion. Okay, well, I'm proud of you, T. I'm living for that. Good. I'm just telling you. I know I just, Tyler two point looked at me like, "Hell, no, I want to do shirts. I don't know no more." I have that. been wondering this for a long time. I've just sitting there, and boy, I'm seven, <laughs> seven, eight years running. And it's all red and white. And I'm just like, we're going to make right. a change. Make 2023. We're doing this. We're 2023, doing this. We're taking, I got we're you. We're taking bro. pictures to send them out. All right, coming up, Sterner's football at four. Also, the Hall of Famer, John McClain, he joins us. He's presented by Horn Solutions. And this is what I know, want to know from John McClain. He's as tied in as anybody. Is there anything that can happen the rest of the way that keeps Lovey Smith his job? Because two weeks ago, John said he's gone. Is there anything that can happen to keep Lovey Smith's job? That's coming up next. Can't wait to have lunch with you, and you'll be buying. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 